What is going on, everyone, and welcome back to another Sports Talk Pod. Before we get started today, I just want to apologize for not releasing out an episode on Monday. I had all the time in the world. I just kind of just never got to it. Apologies on that. I hope that doesn't happen again because, like I said, I'm hoping to do an episode every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, so sorry that I didn't get that out there. Um, I'll try and not let that happen happen again. But um, I also got a new microphone. It's nothing fancy. It was like $20, $30 at Walmart, but I'm testing it out. So if the audio like is bad, I'm sorry. I was testing it a little bit before, and it seems to work fine, but I'm not sure how far it can read my voice. So if there's certain times where it gets really loud or really quiet, I apologize for that. I'm still trying to test this out. Hopefully I get used to it as it goes on. Um, but yeah, so I got a new mic. Hopefully the quality is a little bit better than what my phone was. Uh, so yeah, just just a few things that to get out of the way before we get going today. But today we have a couple things to talk about. Um, NFL divisional games I'm going to get to that I'm supposed to do on Monday. So I'll get to that today. Who won and all that. And then I'll talk about a couple guys who uh, have announced their retirement in the NFL in the past few days. And then also I'm going to talk about MLB a little bit because there have been a couple things going on there the past few days. I was going to talk about NBA, but I think I'm going to wait for that until another day. I might try and get a new episode out uh, either tomorrow or one on the weekend since I missed Monday, so I'm hoping to get one out later this week um, as well. So let's just hop right into this, get going right away. Um, and NFL divisional games uh, will go in order for how they went. Now, I just want to let you guys know, I did not get to watch all the games. I got to watch the Rams-Packers game fully, obviously, because I'm a Packers fan, so I watched that whole thing. And then the Bills-Ravens, I was not at my house for the whole game. I got to see part of it, but it doesn't look like it was a good game anyways. And then the Chiefs-Browns game, I didn't get to watch at all because I was at work, but I've heard a couple things about it, so I'll talk about it. And then um, the Buccaneers-Saints game, I got to watch the majority of it. Didn't have my full attention out the whole time. I had family over, but I still got to see it, and I kind of saw what happened throughout the game. And then obviously I have stats to go off of as well. Um, I probably should have watched the highlights of the games, but I didn't. But I'll just go off the stats mainly. So if something happened and I missed, I'm sorry. But I just didn't get to watch all the games this weekend. Um, But we'll go right into the Packers-Rams game. Um, The score... It, it looks like it looks like a blowout, but the game was a lot closer for the whole entire game than what it what it what the final score said about it. But at the same time, like the score showed that it was closer, but the Packers looked like they were dominating this game from the beginning. Just to go over a few stats. Aaron Rodgers is doing his thing still. Two hundred ninety six passing yards, two touchdowns. Aaron Jones had ninety nine rushing yards, one touchdown. Aaron Rodgers even had a. Um, a rushing touchdown as well in this game. Um, Devonta Adams wasn't even the leading. <clears throat> excuse me, wasn't even the leading um, receiver in this game as Alan Lazard was with 96 yards, one touchdown, and then Devonta Adams with 66 yards and one touchdown. Um, but yeah, those are some things for the uh, Packers for the Rams. Jared Goff 174 yards, one touchdown. Cam Akers had a rushing touchdown with 90 yards. He looked really good once again. And then uh, the only person with a, a receiving touchdown was Van Jefferson. Um, that was one guy since they only threw one touchdown. But um, overall, this game showed to be a lot closer than what, like the score and during the game showed that it was a lot closer than it actually was. The Packers were very, were, they were dominating this game. Um, I mean, at halftime, you're up 19 to 10 getting the ball, going to the second half, haven't been stopped yet, scored every single time, and then they come on the second half, and they had to punt right away. 
So um, our third quarter, the second half definitely wasn't good, and we know that the Packers don't play a full game, and they got away with it here, but I don't personally think that they could get away with it later in the season, or later in playoffs, I should say, in the championship, or even in the Super Bowl if uh, they make it that far. But um, yeah, the second half did not look good for either teams. The Rams only scored eight points in the second half. If they could have put up a couple more, they definitely would have been in this game. Um, they did. The Rams did not play amazing this game. Like I said, 32-18, it looks like a blowout. Uh, the game was a lot closer. The Packers put in a touchdown lane in the game to kind of close it up. But the Packers dominated the game, but the Rams found a way to stick in it the whole entire time. Um, it was definitely a good game. Uh, the Rams' defense didn't look as good as I think people thought they were going to. Like, I don't think anyone would have thought the Packers would have put up 32 points on the number one defense in the league. But, yeah, um, Aaron Donald didn't do too much. Uh, I know he he was injured. He got in a couple fights during the game. I know that. Um, but there was not one sack um, that the Rams' defense got. The Rams' defense didn't were, were not able to get one sack on them. As if I'm trying to find some of their... Aaron Donald, he had... Zero tackles and one assisted tackles. So he he was very very quiet in today's game, or in the game on uh, on Saturday. I'd say I think it was good. Um, good one for the Packers shows that they can beat good defensive teams because everyone says that they can't. So it's a good one for them. I'm ready for them to play uh, the next team. I'll get into that later um, into this episode. If you guys are not know, I'm assuming you do by now because it's Wednesday, so, and I'm getting to this a little late, but. Big win for the Packers. Um, it's going to be good that they get to stay in Lambeau. Stay in cold. It's supposed to be like 25 degrees and snowing on uh, Sunday game time. So that'll be nice. But I'll get into the NFC Championship games on Friday probably. I'll post them on Friday or Saturday, one of the two. So um, nothing really too much to say. Uh, the Rams, they didn't look too bad. I mean, their offense is just, they, they're not an offensive team. So giving up 32 points was not ideal for them. And then their defense couldn't do what they did against the Seahawks. And I said that the Rams defense had to carry them to a win, and they weren't able to do that. So I'm not surprised by the Rams only scoring 18 points. I'm surprised the Packers put up 32 after how much they've been talked about of not being able to play good or not doing well against good defensive teams. So Packers looked good. They got the win. They get to move on. Uh, We'll go on to the next one that night, Ravens versus Bills. This is the game I did not get to watch. I checked in on the score every once in a while, and at halftime it was 3-3. to So I was like, okay, this is a boring game, but hey, the Ravens were doing what they needed to do. Keep keep Buffalo under 20, 30 points. And they did that. Their offense just did not did not come alive today. Lamar Jackson, 162 yards, zero touchdowns, and one interception. And then actually Tyler Huntley had to come in because Lamar Jackson actually left the third or fourth quarter with a concussion. So Tyler Huntley came in and threw for 60 yards, nothing uh too crazy with that but when Lamar got injured so I'm a big um Robert Griffin III fan have been my whole entire life ever since ever since he made it to the league I won't even I won't say that I was a fan of him in Baylor because I didn't know him that well but when he got drafted to the Washington football team or Washington Redskins at the time I was a big fan I bought a, a shirt of him I would watch every game of his that I could possibly I remember there's one game the Packers played at 330 and the Redskins played uh Sunday night because if they won they made playoffs the second the Packer game got over, I ripped my um, Packer jersey off me, and my RG3 shirt was right underneath. I was, like, ready for that game. So I really I, – I didn't know RG3 was on IR at this moment. I knew he got injured early in the year, but I didn't know he was still on IR. So when Lamar got injured and I saw a quarterback come in, I was like, is this RG3? I didn't see the number or anything, and he made his first throw. 
And then I saw a close-up and it wasn't him. <laughs> but I got really excited for a couple seconds thinking that it was him. But, um, yeah, the Ravens just – they didn't even score a touchdown. Um, three points is all that they could put up. So they just – they didn't show up this game, which makes sense. I mean, the Bills' defense is good, and the Ravens don't have a good uh, wide receiver core. Uh, as I said, Marquise Brown, J.K. Dobbins, Mark Andrews. Uh, J.K. Dobbins is a running back, so that's even running back getting more yards than Willie Sneed, Mark Andrews, those type of guys. Um, so that was, I think, their big problem. The Ravens had to come in. They did their side on the defensive side, only giving up 17 points, but the offense didn't show up whatsoever for this game as they had um, only 190 passing yards, 340 yards. So, so they had more total yards than uh, the Bills did, actually. Um, it looks like their running game actually did really well with four guys having 30-plus um, rushing yards in that game, but still no touchdowns to say for it. Um, I don't know how many turnovers there were. I'm trying to look at that right now. It doesn't look like there's much. Just one interception was thrown. So pretty clean game, just a low-scoring game. I don't know the weather. I'm pretty sure it's a little windy. I know Justin Tucker, if I could find his stats, he missed a couple. couple he missed two kicks. So, um, I mean, that, that, that definitely hurts when you miss those. Is it, the big, is it a big deal? No, because then you're only at um, nine points. You need 17 to even be in the game. But usually you don't see Justin Tucker doing that. So obviously something was going on. Not he wasn't feeling the best. He was injured. Something was wrong. Weather problem problems. Something was like that because you know it wasn't nerves or anything. Justin Tucker's been in these uh, situations before, but um, yeah, I don't know what happened there. But the Ravens did what they needed to do on the defensive side. Kept the Bills low scoring, but the Ravens weren't able to get 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 it done on the offensive side, which is the main reason that they are not moving moving on. And I know a couple Ravens fans like over social media on Snapchat that Jack Settlements uh, snap. Um, Snapchat, Snapback Sports, sorry, he posts all about him, he's a big Ravens fan, and then there's a couple people uh, that post, that like, they commentate games if you want to, it's called like the Next Network, and they post, uh, they're big Ravens fans, and they do a lot of like, um, during, like, on, like, during game commentary, like, they will watch a game from their TV and commentate from their house, I think it's super cool, I listen to them a couple times when I get annoyed of the, annoyed of the, announcers i think they should do uh, this week's game uh the packers and whoever they're playing like i said i'll get into that a little bit later i don't want to spoil that if no one actually knows i want them to do that game because i don't want to listen to troy aikman and joe buck talk during that game so i really think they should do that game and then we can i can listen to them instead of those those tv announcers but um yeah there's really nothing else to say for this game i didn't watch much of it it looks like it was tied at um half and then the bill scored 14 points in the third and that's that's what did it. Uh, the third quarter is what what won the Bills, the Bills that game. <clears throat> so those are the Saturday games. Uh, we'll move into the Sunday games now. The Chiefs versus the Browns. The score I heard shows this this game was a lot closer than it ever was. Um, I'll go over some stats again. Baker Mayfield, two hundred four yards, one touchdown, one interception. Nothing crazy bad. Um, one interception you would like to get away, uh, not have, but I mean it happens every once in a while. Uh, their running game did not do as well as I thought. Nick Chubb, 69 yards, zero touchdowns, and Kareem Hunt, 32 yards, and one touchdown. So they usually dominate the game, running game. <clears throat> the Browns are usually the ones who who kind of – or the Browns are the type of team who run the ball a lot more, and they just didn't show this game. I don't know if it was the Chiefs defense. Like I said, I was at work for this game. Did not get to watch any of it. Um, but it, it looks like the Chiefs – were up at halftime by quite a bit. Um, the Browns only scored three points in the first half. So, 40, 
So 19 to 3, it was at halftime. I had to do a little quick math there. 19 to 3 at halftime. And then the Browns actually came back in the second half, uh, touchdown in each uh, quarter, seven in the third, seven in the fourth, uh, to make it a close game. But they're never able to bounce back from it. Um, they, they lost 22-17, Chiefs won. But uh, Patrick Mahomes actually went out with a concussion. And that's the main thing I want to talk about in this game since I didn't get to watch it. Uh, Patrick Mahomes had a concussion concussion late in the game, I think third quarter, early fourth, and Chad Henney, Chad Hen, something like that, had to come in. Actually didn't do too bad. Um, 66 yards, one interception, and that interception was a really bad interception. It, it looked really bad when I saw it, but um, I mean, you could say he kind of saved the game. It was fourth and fourth and one or third. It was like third and 14, and he made a good play to get them uh, a first down and it sealed the game because there's under two minutes left in the game and the Browns didn't have any timeouts left. So it was a it was a big thing that he came in and stepped up. But like since they're moving on, they need Patrick Mahomes for this weekend against the Bills because literally we've been waiting for this for how many weeks now? Chiefs versus Bills. And if Mahomes can't play because of a concussion, that's going to suck. Like we've been, all these all NFL fans have just been waiting for this shootout of a game that we could have. And if Mahomes can't play, I think the Bills easily could have that game. But I'll get into that later. Like I said, but the big thing that I heard over the past few days is he is getting better, and he's actually getting better a lot faster than people expected. And I remember it's playoffs, it's the AFC Championship to go to the Super Bowl. Your star quarterback is going going to quote unquote heal way faster than any normal time in the season. If this was week three, he's probably not playing week four, possibly not even week five. But since it is the AFC Championship, you can bet $100 probably. He is going to be on that field. Mahomes will be on that field Sunday at night and playing in that game. It's just because you can't – I'm sorry, but Chad Henney is not going to get the job done against the Bills in the AFC Championship. It would be cool if he did, but I just don't see that happening. So um, we'll have to see what happens with that. They said he's hoping to practice by either Wednesday or Thursday. So either today or tomorrow they're hoping he practices. They can kind of go through pro- some progressions and get him – past the concussion protocol and move on um i mean could there be some sketchy things going on where they pass him early when he shouldn't be possibly but i mean when you're when you're the chiefs you you kind of need him to to uh, have a shot at winning and having chat at shot at going to the super bowl for a second year um but that was the big story that was here um during the game that's the only reason the browns really came back i'm pretty sure because when i checked the score at work the Chiefs are blowing out the Browns. I was like, okay, this game is over. And then I and then I got a text message from someone saying Mahomes got injured. And I was like, oh, that that's not good for the Chiefs. And so I checked the score again, and all of a sudden the Browns are coming back. And I was like, this is going to be the reason the Browns make it to the AFC Championship is because of the star quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, getting injured. But they weren't able to get the job done. Um, I, like I said, I heard this game wasn't even that good. I heard the score shows it a lot closer than it is. But I'm just going off what people told me, so I'm not really, really sure. Um, I'm sorry I can't really talk about these games too much. I really didn't watch them. I w- unlike the Wild Card weekend, that I got to watch them all. But like this weekend, I just I was busy. I didn't get to I didn't get to all of them, so I kind of feel bad talking about these. I had to go off a of score and stats. Um, but luckily for this next game, uh, Sunday night game, Buccaneers versus Saints. Uh, um, I got to see the, most of this game. I probably came home from work around first second quarter of this game. Um, so I got to see see some of this. And this was a decently good game besides the turnovers. The The reason the, the Saints lost this game was off of turnovers. Four turnovers for the Buccaneers and a pick six for the Buccaneers defense. 
I mean, I personally think that changed the game. You know, Drew Brees didn't have his best day. Um, 134 passing yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. That is not a – and it's surprising to me that he does that just because he is a veteran quarterback and a big game, and I thought he would step up better than that. But um, Tom Brady definitely got the better of him, 199 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, it just was – even the running game didn't do well. Alvin Kamara, 85 yards, that's good, but no touchdowns. Usually they, they can get him down to the goal line, and then he can he can score from there, but they they didn't have that. And I don't know if Latavius Murray is out right now because it says that he uh, or it's he, it, he didn't play this weekend, this past weekend. So I don't know what's going on with him. I'm going to try and find it right now. Um, okay, it looks like both Taysom Hill and Latavius Murray were not going to play due to injury. So, um, I mean, did that change the game? Yeah, because my my one strength for the Saints was use the Hill, the Taysom Hill-Drew Brees combo. And if they couldn't do that, obviously, this weekend. So, um, <clears throat> so I don't know what's wrong with my voice. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it looks like this game wasn't... Well, it looks like it was close. 10-point game, 30, 20 bucks one. So the Buccaneers are playing the Packers at Lambeau next weekend. But the Saints, I heard, I, I like I said, I watched some of it, but it, it was kind of um, like I watched a couple minutes. I would turn away and not pay attention for a while. So I was, I was kind of in and out of the game, but a lot of turnovers. Whenever I was watching, I swear I saw the Saints turning the ball over in this game. So that kind of... Um, changed it uh nothing really too much to say here besides Tom Brady's going to the NFC championship this time and now he's to face Aaron Rodgers big game I think that's gonna be fun to watch even for non-Packer Buccaneers fans just a game to watch two of the best quarterbacks going at it in a NFC championship type of game so um the big thing talking about uh is that could have been Drew Brees' uh last game possibly um there's talks that he retires he says he's gonna think about it it's not official yet um we could he could come back I wouldn't I would be surprised just because this year wasn't his best year that he's had um as a football player I feel like maybe he's starting to go on the decline maybe he wants to be done now his kids are probably starting to get older as we saw him on the field after the game and so I think he's gonna want to have to hang out with them a little bit more but um I I think he I personally think he will be retiring soon someone who did just retire uh today was Philip Rivers uh, officially announced that he will be retiring from football. So he he said he wants to become like a high school football coach or something. I don't know. He was talking about it. So I'm surprised he isn't going to become like a commentator like all the other guys do. But he had a good career. Um, sucks that he, he couldn't get a, get a Super Bowl ring out of it. But um, good career. I wish he would have stayed. I'm surprised he didn't stay because it looked like he was having a lot of fun with the Colts when he last uh, this past year that he played. So I'm surprised he didn't stay. But... I mean, obviously he had a reason for it. He's getting older, so um, good career for him. We'll see if he can make it in the Hall of Fame. I'm assuming he probably will be able to, but I guess we'll have to find out there years down the road. Um, but, yeah, Drew Brees, uh, I I feel like this is it for him. I feel like he's just waiting a little bit, and he will officially call it quits. Um, after the game, actually, uh, Drew Brees and Tom Brady hung out on the field for a little bit. Tom Brady was throwing the ball to Drew Brees' uh, kids for a while. Drew Brees is... Uh, daughter was tackling some kid like crazy like she was in the was like she was in UFC it was or WWE and that was funny to watch so that video was fun to watch so it was good to see those two kind of talk it out for a little bit after they just battled uh, a crazy game in the divisional round um but it's kind of sad to see that one of those top quarterbacks are going to kind of be it looks like they're going to be done for 
uh, for their career. So, nothing too much to say about these games. Um, I personally think these games weren't that close. None of the games were really good besides, I guess, the Browns-Chiefs technically is a one-score game, but it seems like these games weren't weren't the best. Um, hopefully, we have some better ones this next weekend. And I'm kind of just re- realizing now that I'm 20 minutes into this, I've had a very monotone voice for this episode. I feel like with this uh, mic, I don't want it to be too loud, so I'm trying to talk a little bit quieter to it. So I think that's why I'm like more of a monotone voice. Sorry about that. I'm trying to. I'm still trying to figure out this whole mic thing. It's a lot different. It picks up sound a lot better than um, the my phone did. So I'm, I think I'm just kind of scared that I'm going to be screaming into the mic, and you guys aren't going to want to listen because it's going to be super loud. Um, but next time, I'll, I'll make sure I'm a little bit better at that. I'll try and be better for that with the rest of this this episode. Um, but that's really all I have for the NFL side of things. Um, like I said, the big things to take away on this is Drew Brees probably going to be retiring after this uh, af- at the end of the season, um, probably after the Super Bowl sometime, maybe at the Pro Bowl thing. He'll be announcing something. Something soon he will be. Um, we're going to have a Rodgers, a Brady, NFC Championship. I never thought I would say that in my life. I never thought Tom Brady would be in the NFC, so we're going to get to see that a little bit. Tom Brady is basically kind of like the LeBron James of NBA, if you think about it. Like, I'm not saying, like, don't get me I'm not gonna, going out there and going to compare their stats with suit, like championships and all that, but, like, two players that are considered one of the best in the sport, and they both start on one side of the conference, and they both move to the other side because they're both, like, told, oh, you can't win on the other side if you go over there. So they both went over there, and they're showing what they can do on them on their sides as LeBron won the NBA Finals last year, and now Tom Brady's in the NFC Championship. So I think I just thought that was kind of funny, a little coincidence um, to look at. But, yeah, big those are the big things. Patrick Mahomes' concussion, we'll have to see where that goes for the rest of the week. Um, it looks like I'm reading this thing right here from uh, – Kansas City news station that Patrick Mahomes has no symptoms and will return to practice field today. So that's big for them. That basically guarantees that he will be playing um, this weekend, which is just weird that, like, I mean, it's just weird to me. I remember I had a concussion back in the day, and, I mean, it was basketball, so it wasn't anything crazy. And, like, my athletic trainer kept me out for two weeks. Like, they didn't let me go back for two weeks. And I know this is a professional's athlete, so they're going to be, like, get him back as soon as he can. For me, it was a little – JV varsity game that I had to miss so that they probably could care less about if I missed this is AFC championship game so obviously two different things um, going on there but we're gonna get to see Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes battle out too I think that's the big thing with this this weekend's championship is we're gonna have on both sides two the two top quarterbacks in the leagues battling it out basically um not saying Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers like I'm not saying those are top four but those are top tier quarterbacks that you could put you could all put them in the same category and we're going to get to see them battle it out against each other and then we're going to get to see in two weeks from now them battle out in the super bowl which will be really cool um and i'm pretty sure the super bowl is in tampa this year if i'm wrong on that sorry but i'm pretty sure it is so then that means that tampa bay would get a home home field advantage if they if they make it to the super bowl but the packers won't let that happen we're gonna win that game i know we will um gonna get uh rogers another super bowl ring so that's really all i have for uh for NFL. We'll move on to the MLB now. Finally, some MLB news is going on. The first thing I'm going to talk about is not good news, but it is some news that is going on in the MLB. So the big thing here that um, has happened over the past 24, 48 hours is the Mets have fired Jared Porter, their GM, and he was signed this offseason. That is the big thing to know. He's He was signed basically a month ago, and now they have fired him due to finding out that he has been Let's just say sending some inappropriate 
things to um, to women on that are on other uh, MLB organizations, it sounds like. I haven't read too much into this. The big thing I know is that um, he... Is, I, I've just listened to a um, radio talk on the ESPN radio show about it. So there's really nothing that I that I know about this really yet. Um, but the, the headliner here on ESPN is New York's Mets GM. Jared Porter fired for sending explicit text images to a reporter. So that's really all you have to know. I heard that there was like 60-some... Um, 60 some, 62, 64, something like that, uh, text messages that he sent to this reporter and she didn't respond to one of them. And I'm like, does he get a hint? Like, can he get a hint? Like, she's not interested, bud. He, you just need to let it go. Um, but in all seriousness, this is not a good thing for the Mets. Um, they finally found a guy that they thought would, would get him over being bad. You know, the Mets have not been good over the past few years, and they thought that this guy would probably get him over, and now this is this is what's happening. It's it's really bad, and I heard on the radio, people weren't even just thinking, like, it's bad for him, but it's bad for the women who want to um, pursue being in this professional sports world because they don't want this to happen to them. So now that they've seen it happen, they're probably a little scared. Um to go and try and get these jobs if they think that this could possibly happen again. Um, so I heard them talking about that a little bit, but it's just, it's it's not it's not good news. I mean, MLB has been quiet for how long? And then this is the news that um, pops out into the MLB world. It's not a good way to start the off season by that, but um, it sounds like they aren't gonna really hire anyone at the moment. Um, so I guess we'll have to see who they hire next, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be anytime soon. I think they're going to have someone that's already in their office uh, do all the GM GM uh, things that need to get done until uh, they find a new one later in the year. But uh, there'll probably be more that comes out of this in the next couple days, weeks, months um, about what all went down. But it sounds like it, it, it happened fast too. The reports came out. I want to say Monday night and then Tuesday morning, I'm pretty sure it was. It was like early in the morning, 8, 9 a.m. He was fired. So um, happened early. I mean, it's good for the Mets to get him out of there. Don't even let people question if he's allowed to stay. Um, but let's just say this guy, he's ruined his career. You probably never hear Jared Porter going to another team ever again. No team's ever going to want this. So he's definitely ruined his career, and he'll have to find something else to do. And it's even going to be hard finding jobs elsewhere because when you hear that name, you're not going to want to hire him. So um, definitely some problems going on there. But we can get into maybe a little bit more of the positives that are going on around the league. Finally, some signings have happened. Now, there are probably many signings that happen a day, but I'm talking about the ones that are big. The ones that, okay, this could make a potential difference in the team. And when I was talking earlier, I totally, a couple days ago about it, how it's so quiet. I forgot to say the Francisco Lindor trade. Totally just slipped my mind of um, that that happened. I don't even remember completely what the trade was all about, but I bet I could find it. He got traded. Oh, he got traded to the Mets. That's mm, talking about the Mets, I I guess. I'll find out what happened here. Like I said, I haven't been paying attention to MLB just because there's been nothing that's been going on. But it looks like Francisco Lindor and starting pitcher Carlos Carrasco from Cleveland are getting traded to the Mets. And the Mets are... I'm trying to find who the Mets are getting. Oh, the So the Mets are getting Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco. And then the Indians are getting Andres Gimenez, Ahmad Rosario, Josh Wolf, and Isaiah Green. So I'm assuming just a bunch of prospects. 
um, that are coming up for him. So that's that's probably the big the big one I missed last week when I talked about it. But the new ones that have come up is George Springer has signed a six-year, $150 million deal with the uh, Toronto Blue Jays, which, I mean, I personally think it's really weird just because I don't. It's so weird to me. Like, George Springer seems like a guy who I thought would stay in Houston for a while. You know, I mean, they they cheated, and I bet that hurt the relationship with him. But he probably knew about it at the same time. So, my big question is, are the Blue Jays going to accept him? Like, are the fans? Like, obviously, he's a good player, yes. But do you accept someone who was part of a very big scandal um, in the World Series a couple years ago? I mean, I don't think it'll be a big deal, but I just think it's weird. And it's a six-year deal, so he'll be there for a while, so they better get used to him. Um, Definitely a good pickup for them, obviously. George Springer has been in the playoffs for a very, uh, very long, or has been in the MLB for not a long time, but been in the playoffs many times already. Won his World Series, has been in the World Series, and last year made that upset against the Twins, helped uh, carry them through that, so... Good signing for the Blue Jays. I wish the Brewers would have gotten him. Uh, I knew there's no chance of him um, going, but I'll have to find all the free agents that are left and uh, go through them for you guys and see who's all left for it because I honestly don't even know who. I know there's a lot left, though, because the MLB has not. Nothing's been going on the past the past few weeks or months uh, in this in the league. So, um, another Blue Jay are the the Blue Jays also signed relief pitcher Kirby Yates. I I don't know how big of a deal that is. I've heard of the guy. Don't know if he's anything crazy for the team, but um, that's probably the the only other thing the Blue Jays have done. And then the other one is John Lester has signed a one year deal with the uh, Washington Nationals. So he used to be in the Chicago Cubs. Now going over there for a one year deal. Um, I mean his his years are probably uh, going going soon as well. I feel like. Um, I just I, I don't know how old he is. I guess I could look that up as well. I I I really don't do a lot of research before my things. I just kind of go with the flow. Whatever I talk about, if I need to look it up, I do. He's thirty seven years old, so he's definitely getting old. Definitely getting to where he'll probably be done in the next few years. But yeah, no, I I do I do minimal research. I do don't get me wrong. I still check out on stuff, make sure I know what's going on in all of them. But like if I want to know something, I just quickly look it up for you guys, so I know right in the spot. It's better than just guessing on something. So. Um, here I'll look at the uh, MLB free agents quickly as well because um, those are the only big signings that I've heard of as lately. I know uh, there was another guy who went somewhere the other day, signed to a team, and I heard of him before. He's nothing crazy, I don't think. He used to be good for the Indians. I think uh, Hand is his name, Brand. Brad Hand, I think, maybe, possibly. He signed with a team uh, the other day, and he used to be a, a good player for the Indians. I don't know if he still is a big contributor. Uh, he's a pitcher, really pitcher. Um, obviously, of course, my internet has to be slow right now when I'm making this, but uh, I'll go through the free agents as of now. Um, some catchers that are uh, that are top ones, JT, Realmuto, Realmuto, something with that. Um he declined his option with the Phillies this past year, so he's on there. And James McCain, are, uh, oh, he signed already, sorry. So he signed with uh, the four-year deal with the Mets. So Tyler Flowers, Yadier Molina, Wilson Ramos, those are the big names I guess you could come up with. JT Romato, I think, I don't even know how to pronounce his name, but I feel like he's been part of, the, like, everyone has talked about him about going to a single team. Like, I don't think there's a single team who isn't in names with who hasn't had some connection with him by wanting him talking to him before I feel like every team has talked to him 
Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of other other ones. I this is by position, so I have to go through every position. No big first baseman, second base, Colton Wong. DJ LeMayhew, that's a big one. Jonathan VR. I when Jonathan VR played for the for the Brewers, that was fun. That was really fun to watch. I don't know. I just thought it was he was a fun fun player. Um fast, very fast. So um that was all really there. But I guess nothing did happen for Brad Hand either. I guess there's nothing uh Mets are interested in him. But there's no deal yet, it looks like. Met they're talking, but no deal has been done yet. So that's what's going on with him. Uh, third base, uh, Justin Turner, Eric Sogard, Todd Frazier. Those are the big names there. Short stops, Marcus Simeon, Didi Gregorius, Andrelton Simmons. Uh, those are the big ones there. Left field, Jock Peterson and Brett Gardner, Michael Brantley. Uh, Schorber, Kyle Schorber signed with the uh, Washington Nationals as well, actually. So that's a big one. Uh, then center fielders, George Springer was the biggest one. He just signed, though. So, and some of these people might have signed. They just have an update on this website that I'm using, MLB.com. So, um, they could have done that. But Jackie Bradley Jr. is also Kevin Pillar. Top names are there. Right field, Cameron Maben, Yasiel Puig, um, DH is Nelson Cruz, Marcelo Zuna. I really want the MLB to bring back the DHs in the NL. I think that would be good. Uh, good idea to bring that back. Uh, just because pitchers don't need to be hitting. They're so pointless. Um, other designated hitters, though, Pablo Sandoval, Yoannis Cespedes, those type of guys, Matt Kemp. Um, starting pitchers, there's been some signings. Charlie Martin signed a deal with Atlanta. Trevor Bauer, he's still up to go. I really want the Brewers to pick up Trevor Bauer. I think that'd be cool. Will it happen? Probably not because we don't pick up anyone that's good. We only pick up garbage players for cheap and hope they have a breakout year. But um, Trevor Bauer would be a good one. He's he's always striking. He's pitched gems against the Brewers all last year, so I'm ready for him to be on our team. But then uh, Jake Odorizzi, uh, Tanaka, is a free agent. Marcus Stroman uh, went back to the Mets. James Paxton, Jose Quintana, Rick Porcello, Adam Wainwright, Homer Bailey, John Lester just signed, Cole Hamels, Mike Fires. I really like Mike Fires. I like his delivery. I just think it's cool. Um, when he's on the Brewers, he was fun to watch too. Jake Arrieta, fun. So there's some good names. Chase Anderson, Tyler Chatwood, Mike Leake, Chris Archer. There's some. There's a lot of starting pitchers who they need to sign, but they just haven't gotten there yet. Um, Will we see them get signed soon? Hopefully, because the season hopefully it will be starting sooner rather than later. Not sure when it will be yet, though. Um, relief pitchers. The top one is Kirby Yates, but we already know he got signed. Brad Hand that I know of is not signed yet, but he should be signing with, or he might be signing with the Mets soon. Um, Archie Bradley was the one I saw, too. He signed with the Phillies for a one-year deal. Uh, Robert, Roberto Asuna, Brandon Workman. Tyler Clippard, Ken Giles, those are the main guys I see there that Sergio Romo hasn't been signed yet. So those are the big ones there. I think that's all, yeah, that's all the free agents that I that I saw that haven't been signed yet. So a lot of names out there that could definitely still get uh, signed with a new team. So um, we'll have to see where that goes as they happen. Obviously, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated if anything big happens in MLB, NBA, or NFL. Um, I did have some stuff I was going to talk about the NBA. Don't really have it at the top of my head, so I'll probably talk about it in my next episode or um, episode after that because I think Friday I'll make a new episode, and then Saturday I think I'm going to post my preview one, so I'll make that one uh, Saturday of the preview of the uh, uh, NFL championship. So uh, Friday I'll probably talk about a little bit, uh, a, a little bit about the NBA 
what's going on with their COVID protocols, all that stuff, what's going on with games, kind of look at the standings. I think Friday I'm just going to mainly have one where unless anything big happens in any other sports, Friday's just going to be a catch-up on the NBA, figure out what's going on in that league as they're a couple of weeks into the season now. So that's probably what you guys can expect for Friday. And then Saturday, obviously, the preview of the championship games for the NFL, Monday, uh, recap of those games, and then kind of go from there. Um, I have a calendar here checking out what I'm going to have, and that's what I have planned out so far, but I'll probably do some more planning uh, today and tomorrow for more next week. So um, like I said, I hope this microphone worked. If it got really loud or really quiet at some point, I'm sorry. I'm still trying to figure out how far I need to stay away from it, because right now I'm, I'm pretty far away from it. Like I'm where... I'm basically farther away than I was with my phone with it, and I'm checking. It tells me like how loud it is, and it's going full bar sometimes. So if it's really loud, I'm sorry. I'll try and work on that. That's why I was talking quiet earlier, but then when I was talking quiet, I was very monotone, and you guys probably fell asleep. So I'm still trying to figure out this whole microphone thing. I think it's cool that I have one now. It makes it feel a little bit more professional, a little bit more like I feel like the quality will just be a little bit better. I hope. If it's not good, I apologize again. I'm going to figure it out as I get going. So... That's all I really have for today. I'll have another one on Friday and then another one on Saturday, obviously, just talking about more sports. If you guys have any recommendations for a new name, I'll gladly take it. Um, I'm really looking for one. I feel like Sports Talk Pod's a little original. So I like it, but I kind of want to go with something else, a little um, a little bit more unique, I guess. So that's all I really have for you guys today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. And I guess I will see you guys in the next one.